0: Come on, let's magnify in this place tonight. Jesus, your name is the highest. Your name is victorious. Your name is freedom. We'll adopt the name of Jesus in this place tonight. Freedom, freedom, victory, victory. Jesus, Jesus, you rule your way over every life, every person in this room tonight, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Lord. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. The power of God is in this room tonight. I'm going to ask every Connect leader to step out of your seat and just put yourself on the altar right now. If you're leading a Connect group, if you're co-leading a Connect group, just come and stand on the altar right now. Let's just honour the backbone of the church right here. These ones, these faithful ones, these upright ones, these gracious ones, these long suffering ones, these faithful ones, we salute you here tonight. I'm just gonna pray a blessing over each of these guys. Why don't you just lean in, engage your hearts here tonight. Lord, I thank you for Margaret. I thank you, Lord, the power of God is in her mouth. Life producing power is in her mouth In the power of her tongue. It is not for death, it's for life. And she knows it, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Miracles are released by the power that's in her mouth. Creative power is in her mouth. I thank you, Lord. She sees miracles released by words of life in her household, within her family, within her street, wherever her foot treads. I thank you, Lord. You release words of life, words of power, and the miracles, they flow like streams through her life. Thank you, Lord. She's going to see a fruitfulness in this next season of fruitfulness in this next 20 years like she has never known in her life. A great harvest is coming. A great harvest is springing up. I just see like wildflowers popping. I see your garden. It's like a secret garden. This harvest, this life popping up in barren places, popping up as people enter the atmosphere of your home. They enter the atmosphere of miracles. Miracles are released, life-giving power creativity in the tongue. Declare the things that you hold in your heart. Declare the truths that you hold in your heart. And they will be done in Jesus' mighty name. Power of God fills her right now, head to toe, overflowing like a river in Jesus' mighty name. Filled, filled, filled with the power of God. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the harvest that you have assigned to these lives. I thank you, Lord. I see a quick release I see that there's a window of time, which God has an assigned purpose and plan for you in which to release the harvest, to release the harvest. You've gathered them into your connect group, but I see a quick succession of release, a quick succession of release, sending them out, sending them out, sending them out. Because the word of truth is in your mouth, Curl, as you speak the word of truth, it does a quick work, it does a swift work, it corrects hearts, it tweaks minds, and work. And I see as that work is done, Andrew, you're going to know the timing. The Holy Spirit is going to speak to your heart and you're going to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. And you're going to release those groups, not according to your sentimentality, not according to your caution, but according to the voice of the Holy Spirit. He's going to give you a game plan. You're going to follow that game plan. The harvest is huge and it's ripe and it's all around you. It's all around you. It's spilling up. I see the doors of your house. There's a door on one side, there's a door on another. And I just see droves of people coming through, droves of the broken and the weary, the burnt out, coming into the atmosphere, the altar of your home, and being revived, seeing clearly, being delivered, being set free, moving through with quick succession. Don't despair when they go. Know that the work is done and it's complete. Know that they have come, they've been assigned for a time, a time of deliverance, a time of freedom. And then when the, the clock ticks, they're out and the next ones are in trust the lord of the harvest trust the timekeeper of the holy spirit fill them lord fresh oil on this couple fresh oil filling them right now lord jesus fill them holy spirit fresh oil from on high reviving refueling refiring by your spirit The fiery God burns on the inside of this couple. It's insatiable. They're about the business of the Father. They're about the business of the Father. Fill them and fuel them and compel them more by Your Spirit. Lead them by Your Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Thank You, Lord. She's She's more than enough. 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 She's more than. more than enough. I defy every lie, every lie that would try to contaminate her heart, contaminate her mind. She's more than enough. I cut it off the old. I release your truth, your power. Your word fills her right now, Jesus. You're jealous for her. She is yours and you are hers. Fill her, Lord. Fill her, Lord. Fill her, Lord Jesus. Right down to the core, right down to the core. You take a hold of her your power, your anointing in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this one. Fill her with your peace, Lord. Still every anxious thought. Disarm every anxious thought, Lord. Fill her head to toe with your spirit. Speak to her, Father. As a father does a daughter, speak to her, Lord. In the night, in the morning when she wakes with worry and concern, I thank you, you disarm it. You disarm it with your truths. You disarm it with your promises. You lean in. You speak to her. You've got her. You've got her. You've got her. You've got her back. You've got her coming and her going. You've got her left and her right. You've got her past and her present. So it's all written in her story. I thank you, Lord. Your spirit fills her. Thank you for your sacrifice many 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 souls know life and truth because of your sacrifice thank you for all that you have spent thank you for the blood sweat and tears that you've laid down so that many come so this place would be built so that it would thrive so that it would be what it is today in the very foundations of this church is your blood sweat and tears your sacrifice your very soul your very breath poured out we honor you mighty woman of god you will be magnified you will be lifted up god will open doors for you and your household there will be provision and there will be prosperity on your household In response to all the cost that has been paid, faithfully, obediently, even when it tore at your very heart and soul. You remained, you remained, you remained, and God honours those that honour him. I thank you, Lord, you open doors that man cannot shut over Rhonda and her household in Jesus' mighty name. the soul, fill her overflowing in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, fill it, fill it, fill it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. Thank, you. Thank you, Jesus. Just step forward, you guys. a sacred anointing on you too. I actually, feel like, I actually feel like I should do this. It actually really humbles me what's on you. Just look at me. I'm on my knees because of what's on you. And that might seem crazy to you. What are you doing on your knees? Who are we? It's what's on you. The Lord clothed Gideon with Himself. It's not because of who you are. It's the Lord on you. He clothed Gideon with himself. That is what I honour. That is what you'll walk in all the days to come. That is what will give you boldness. That is what will give you strength. That is what will give you fire. That is what will give you faith. Not by might, not by power. By the Spirit, His Spirit. All sufficient grace. All sufficient in Jesus' name. I got panda eyes, Kel? (laughs) Thank God. He feels a little bit refreshed. It's good, hey? It's good to give honour where honour is due. And these guys, they're the weight carriers. They're the faithful ones. Don't you love our Connect leaders? Aren't you grateful? They're awesome. Um, So I'm going to come around this magnificent subject of Connect tonight. because Connect really is the backbone of the church, right? It's the life source. It's the invisible string that holds us all together. It's relationship. Um, At the beginning of this year, we recognised that Connect Groups um, was an area in the life of the church that was fallow ground, that it is um, yet to reach its full potential. Um, But as we focus on it, we've actually seen our groups increase from 11 a humble 11 at the beginning of the year, can you believe, Rhonda Sabat, to I think currently it's about 33, not a numbers person, don't test me, but that's good growth, that's good increase, um, but we're aiming for a good 50 strong to really support the community of the church. Who thinks that's a good idea? So I'm here in essence to advocate for Connect tonight, to fight for Connect. Um, And I'm not just speaking to us gathered in this room tonight. I'm calling forth the future Connect leaders of Silverwater, the future army which will carry the people in this house into the 1,000, into the 2,000, into the 5,000, into the 10,000. I'm speaking to the future here tonight, not just the ones that are gathered in this room, the future weight carriers, the future fruit bearers. Amen. And some of you will be sitting tonight and you'll feel like I'm not in the season to be a Connect leader. Well, let me just plant a seed for your future because seasons do pass. Seasons do change. And when the day comes and the, and the season is right, know that all that has been sown into your heart will make you ready here tonight. Amen. So I'm really aiming tonight to encourage all those hosting connect groups. I just wanna strengthen your hearts and encourage you in the good work that you're doing. And I'm keen to provoke to action those not yet in the game. So I'm apologizing in advance that you will feel compelled and moved towards Connect Groups here tonight. I have, I have this um, situation that just, that just seems to be what I do. If I see something, if I want something, if I'm running after something, then you will get pulled into the swirl of activity that is around me towards that thing. So just agree to dive in tonight, all right? Just lean in; it'll be good for you. <laughs> So I chose to start my group at the beginning of this year when we saw the situation and the need for a bit of a revival in Connect Groups, I decided to start a group because I'm not the kind of leader that wants to compel people to do something and not do it myself. I prefer to be a part of the answer and also the reality is if I'm doing something I have authority to compel others to do it Um, rather than just speaking theoretically about things. Um, and I just want to ask this question first, as we come around this idea of connect, and that is: Is the call comfortable? Because if I can answer it myself for me, it's not. It constantly requires faith. It constantly requires a little bit more than what I think I've got. Yet at the same time, it's the perfect fit. I feel so satisfied. Within it, there is a grace covering and enabling me within the sacrifice. That's what the call feels like to me. You know, there are a lot of things I do out of obedience, not comfort. Every week, I'm doing things out of obedience, not comfort. Comfort and I are not friends. I don't know comfort. I don't associate with comfort. I don't have cups of tea with comfort. I have cups of tea with obedience, That's the lane that I'm running in. That's the fruit-bearing lane. That's the sweet spot right there. And what I love about the Lord is as we respond to His call that is constantly um, provoking and coaxing our little soul into action, this is His response. In 2 Timothy 4.17 it says, But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me. I love that truth. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me. And I have found this to be so true so many moments i have found myself weak in my in myself But he has come alongside me and filled me with his spirit and enabled me to be strong in him, by his spirit, to do whatever it is he's asking me to do. As representatives of Christ, those ones responding to his call, leaders in the church, leaders in the community, leaders of our families, know that the Lord stands by you in your context to strengthen you. So be encouraged tonight, my friends. He stands alongside you to strengthen you, my friends. So I want to ask, are you yielded to your call or wrestling with it? Are you in agreement with your call? I love what I heard Wayne Calvert share this morning. He, um, he, a moment of confession. I have been wrestling with my call. That's what he said this morning. As he was baptized and, 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 and thwarted that lifestyle and made a fresh declaration to pursue Christ and to get in agreement with the call. Can we just honor Wayne here tonight? What a legend. Because it says in 2 Timothy 2.4, no soldier when in service gets entangled in the enterprises of civilian life. His aim is, at, is to satisfy and please the one who enlisted him. Friends, in this call, in this commissioning, beware the lull of the world. Beware the the temptation of the world to slide into a smooth, comfortable lifestyle and get caught up in the materialism and the distraction and the lull of this world. Beware, my friends. Rather, don't get entangled by the enterprises of civilian life. Rather, make it your aim to satisfy and please the one who enlisted you. Let your focus be Christ, the one that is sovereign over our life. He is not Father Christmas. He is Commander-in-Chief. And when we give our life to him, we give him authority as Commander-in-Chief over our world, not just to come to his Father Christmas, bless me this way, give me that, but to give him full access to our life, full access to rule and reign in his sovereignty, in his wisdom, in Jesus' mighty name. This year I started a connect group after years of not hosting one. Years. I mean, I've done discipleship groups, I've done leadership groups, um, but I hadn't actually hosted a connect group for a really long time. And I found there are lots of natural reasons that tend to block us hosting a connect group. And what I just thought I'd do is have a little pastoral moment and be really transparent with you tonight and just um, illuminate some of those natural blockages. Would that help somebody out there? Jaden, would that help you out there, brother, if I just talk about some of these things? If we just get real for a minute, we do it real here at Silverwater, don't we, Jaden? Right? Let's keep it real. So, you know, my aim tonight is to disarm some of the mental obstacles to hosting a connect group. Um, I had a five-minute debate with Cleo, um, my three-and-a-half-year-old, on the way to church here tonight. She had her hair up in a ponytail, and it was perfect. Like, I'm talking perfect. Like, like slicked back, little ribbon, like amazing, for three and a half year old hair, it it can be, the struggle is real to kind of get all the threads up and and get it looking amazing, and it was perfect. And then she told me um, that I had the wrong hair tie in underneath the ribbon, um, and and I showed her, no, this is the same hair tie, literally twinning hair ties. It's pink, it's got white flowers, it's got green leaves, they're the same hair tie. Um, and she, would, she wouldn't have a bar of it, and I said, fine, I'll show you in the mirror. I took her to the mirror. I t- tried to do that thing with a three-year-old, like, look in the mirror, and she was like, not looking in the mirror, so that didn't work. And then my 10-year-old had a brilliant idea. She said, take a photo of it and show her the photo. I'm like, perfect. I took a photo. I showed her the photo. She was still not convinced. I zoomed in, I took another photo. I pointed out the white flowers and the green leaves. She was still not convinced. She did not want to be convinced. In the end, she pulled out her hair. She put the two hair ties together. I'm like, see? See what I told you? They're exactly the same hair tie. And then she's like, yeah. (laughs) But it took all of that, all of that. And you know what? I'm going to do a little bit of that tonight. I'm going to break it down a little bit for us tonight, because sometimes we sit, we're smiling faces, but we've got folded arms on the inside because we're resisting something because we're not yet convinced, we don't yet have a revelation. So tonight, I'm just going to disarm all the mental obstacles so that we can run in our lane and host some amazing connect groups across the life of the church. Who's keen for that? Yeah, we are. It's good. All right. So, okay, I'm going to talk about some of the reasons why we don't do connect group. One is we don't have the right space. Um, can I encourage you to think laterally? Um, go to a cafe, host it in a restaurant, host it here on a Sunday. We have like numerous little sitting rooms around the building and if you ask a friend, you will find a place. It's amazing how if we really want something, we really want to do something, how far we will go to make that thing happen. I remember when Hearts and I were quite new out here, still living on the northern beaches, commuting out with our little family and we hosted Connect Group in the atrium um, which is that little space in the middle of the buildings over there. And it was a young families connect group. So if you go into the atrium, there are stairs and there's a mezzanine. It was about the most dysfunctional venue to hold a young family connect group that you can ever imagine, running up and down the stairs, watching them around the parameters. But we so wanted to have a connect group, we put all hindrances aside. And call us crazy, that's where we held connect group for a time. It was our only option. Maybe you don't have the right space, think laterally. The second reason, sometimes we think our house needs to be perfect. Isn't that the truth? You know, sometimes we may need to lay down our mild insecurity or even pride to make way for other people. Ultimately, connect is about making way for other people. I'll be honest, this thought crossed my mind. I thought, um, these women live in palaces and my home is humble. I mean, what are they gonna think coming to my humble little home? I've seen their palaces, they are legit. They need three full-time house cleaners just to maintain those homes. I've seen them, They're, they're proper palaces. They are queens living in their palaces and I live in a humble home. Why would they wanna come to my humble home? But actually the hunger for community far outshines any of that ridiculous stuff. So can we just put all that aside? We'll just, let's put that, disarm all that stuff. They're hungry for connection. Thirdly, we can't see who to invite. We think, yeah, we start a connect Bright group, but then who? You can't have a connect group with one. Who do I invite? Can I encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate who? Ask him to show you who. You know when you invite the Holy Spirit into a conversation? It's amazing. He loves to answer us. He loves to engage in conversations. Many times we keep the conversation without our own head. We don't actually invite him in. But if you ask the Holy Spirit, he will show you. He'll illuminate the who to be in your group. And then ask them with boldness. Ask them with confidence in your heart. Don't ask them um, with your handbrake on like backpedaling out of that conversation, because they can feel your in your insecurity, they can feel your fear, you need to ask them with confidence and with love, because they'll feel the overflow of your heart, and they'll respond to that invitation and that overflow. People are longing to be included and for community. Look for like-minded individuals, people like you. Jaden, look for someone that wears a red jacket and a cap. Just look for somebody like you, somebody that's in your season of life, has similarities, and there'll be um, there'll be commonality, and commonality is what keeps a connect group buoyant and engaged and working. Um, fourth one, this is a big one for me. Not gifted at hospitality. Hello, me either. Let's form a co- let's form a connect group of dysfunctional chefs. <laughs> is there anyone else out there, or is it just me? Thank you, thank you. I see those hands, thank you. My husband's overseas right now and I have had numerous well-meaning friends lean in with like genuine concern on their faces. What are you going to eat whilst your husband's away? Because he's head chef in our house. It's all good, things go in the oven. I can do it, I can do it. (laughs) It's all good. Um, But look, here's the reality, Um, it's a team effort, people bring things, I know, it's amazing. My connect group is like a smorgasbord, I put the simple things out, they bring the clever food, It's, um, it's, it's a team effort, actually it's a collaboration, all areas of connect are not just about you, they're actually a collaboration, so you never have to feel like it's completely about you, you don't have to do or be everything. Actually, if you can be okay with not doing and being everything, your connect group will really thrive when you let other people buy in and take part. Maybe you're not confident to bring a word. Well, it's more about opening a discussion and asking questions. Honestly, in my group, we're going through the Psalms. What Psalm are we up to, Kel? Ten, around there. Um, We each reflect and discuss together and then we pray and that's it. I don't preach at my connect group. I open a discussion. We can, we can open discussions, right? You don't have to be a preacher to run Connect Group, right? Is this helping somebody out there? Is this setting you free out there tonight? Good. Um, now, maybe you've done it before and it didn't flourish or the seasons passed. Well, but can I just say that Connect never goes out of fashion? It really doesn't. And we're starting a new trend here at Silverwater where Connect is front and centre. Can I encourage you not to wait for perfect conditions? 2 Timothy 4.2 says, Herald and preach the word. Keep your sense of urgency. Keep your sense of urgency. your sense of urgency keep your sense of urgency keep your sense of urgency let's not be lulled and fall asleep over here when there are people walking in and out of our church community every week who are lonely who are isolated who are looking for conversation and kindness and love they want to be planted in the house of God they want to find community here they just need you to see them and lean in and take a hold of them and invite them keep your sense of urgency don't be fooled by their smiling faces and their sm- outfits. Don't be fooled. Every soul needs companionship. Every soul needs encouragement and communion. Look past and remember who they are and invite them in. Include them, each one. Keep your sense of urgency. Stand by. Be at hand and ready. Whether the opportunity seems to be favourable or unfavourable. Whether it is convenient or inconvenient. Whether it is welcome or unwelcome. Let's keep our sense of urgency. Can I just say that sentimentality keeps things small? We just want to be with our couple of friends that we've been with for a long time and we've got our rhythm. Can I just say it keeps things small? It's nice, but it keeps things small when we're sentimental about our little niche. Can we lift up our eyes instead and maybe just look out and see the new ones that are coming in every single service? They're coming in looking for community Rather than, I only want to relate to these people at this time, can I just say the urgency of wider community trumps that exclusive notion. Truly, there is an urgency in our wider community to lift up our eyes and draw people in. Connect leader, if you need to release your group to a new leader and start another one in order to be inclusive and releasing, can I ask you to consider that? You know, many times it's our cautious and tentative nature that slows things down, but they're actually ready. They're ready to run their group. They've got the goods. It's all good. How are we doing? We're good? Can I just say that we need to allow time for the seed to sprout? Don't give up prematurely. Who started a group? You gave it about three to five weeks. You just didn't see the fruit that you wanted to see, and you, you shut shop. You're like, okay, done. All over. That didn't work. That's not my, my fit. Can I encourage you that not to give up prematurely, allow time for the seed to sprout. Initially, my group was three women, actually, Kel and I and Libby, for weeks, weeks. And then it's almost like the, um, I don't know, things lined up, I don't know, the... the. um, the environment got right or something got ready or ripe and then boom, all these new ones started coming in because our vision was to engage with new women that were coming into the life of the church and then they just started to come in and we've got a nice little hub happening now. Don't be discouraged by numbers, think about the individuals that you're engaging with, all right? Remember the individual, everyone matters. When the, when the conditions are right, it will grow, I do it on Mondays at 10.30. That seems like a ridiculous time, doesn't it? Everybody does church on Sunday, and then Mondays at 10.30. Who's looking for a connect group at that time? It was the first opportunity I had. Cleo started to go into preschool, and it was the first opportunity I had to be child-free in many years, and I thought I'm gonna start a connect group on that time. First, I hosted it here at the church, and then I found it was better for young families to do it at my home. So it means Sunday night or Sunday morning, I have to clear up the floor robe you know, not the wardrobe, the floor robe that happens when you have young family. I have to put the floor robe back in a wardrobe before Monday Morning Connect. That's sacrificial. It is the last thing I feel like doing after two services on a Sunday, after pouring out and and leading the church. But I am completely convinced it's worth the sacrifice. Absolutely. Everyone matters. Those women really matter. It's definitely worth it. You know, I'm actually surprised Um, how much the connect group has refreshed me. I just, I had this assumption that it would be another place where I'm pouring out, but um, I've actually found it's refreshing me. There is this um, flowback effect that I wasn't prepared for. It's awesome. We have seen miracles in our group. Yeah, we have. Marriages restored, healings, breakthroughs, reconciliations. We have seen the power of God move in our connect group. Uh, we're not interested in just words. We want, we want to see the power. And we are seeing that as we come to together in agreement. Wow, a powerful move of God in that place. It's awesome. It's great. I'm wrapping up. You know what? Another reason people don't start Connect is because they're intimidated. They don't feel they have anything to offer. I actually think that's the primary reason right there. Does anybody feel like, yeah, there's probably some truth in that? Uh, many times I've ministered, feeling I had little to offer. I remember when I was a young dance student, in sing- uh, dance teacher rather, in Singapore. Um, we had—I was a student of the Creative Arts College in Sydney. We had a sister college at Conghese Church in Singapore. They sent me over there as a student. I was teaching people that were my age and, um, and some of them older. I was really, some of them were definitely technically stronger dancers than I was. What happened was all of the teachers back in Sydney got caught up in a local performance. And so they looked to the third year student. I was newlywed and they put me on a plane. They sent me over there. I felt so out of my depth. But in the midst of that, I was reminded it doesn't matter how you feel. It actually doesn't matter at all how you feel. It's just about seeing people, hosting people, and God will fill the gaps. He will move in that place. Put feelings aside. They're actually, I mean, we give too much license to feelings, don't we? We let them dictate, but really, what authority do they have? Feelings are feelings. You know what? You could consider co-leading. You know, in the Bible, it says where two or more are gathered, I am there in your midst, and I know that he shows up when we come together. But you could look for a co-leader, someone to partner with you to shift the weight or carry the weight with you, right? I'm going to ask the band to come. In John 3.30, it says, He must increase, but I must decrease. He must grow more prominent, I must grow less so. I know as we magnify Christ in our connect groups, many times we're going to feel like, I don't have the words, I don't have the answers, I don't know what to say, I don't know how to do this. All you need to do is magnify Christ. The answers are in Christ. The power is in Christ. Magnify Christ. And that's where the answers are. Absolutely. It's not about your insufficiency. It's about preparing a place for others. Amen. Let's be those that prepare a place for others. Connect is the backbone of our church. Can I just encourage you here tonight to put all mental blocks aside. Disarm them and rather consider in your heart, Holy Spirit, what would you have me do? Ask that question, Holy Spirit, what would you have me do? Listen rather to His voice, His voice, let Him guide you, not all the circumstances. Philippians 1.5 says, I thank my God for your fellowship, your sympathetic cooperation and contributions and partnership in advancing the good news, the gospel from this first day you heard it until now. And I am convinced and sure of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will continue it until the day, Jesus Christ, right up to the time of his return, developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to full completion in you. Amen? Come on, let's give Jesus a shout of praise in this place tonight. You know, the Lord needs a context to develop you. We want to see God move, but there's no forum. Let Connect be your forum where you see God move this year. Amen? Amen. Why don't you just close your eyes and bow your head right across this room. And I just want to ask in this moment, who's sitting in here and you actually feel like, yes, something resonates, something stirs on the inside of you, a consideration towards Connect Group. There are some of you that would have even been planning to start Connect before we even walked into this room tonight. Some of you, as the the words have gone out, just a seed has dropped in your heart and it resonates and you can see in your future, maybe it's not tomorrow, but within the spectrum of your future, you can see, yeah, I could do that. I'm going to put myself of insufficiency inside and believe that I can do that. Christ in me can do that. Well, I wanna ask all of you sitting out here tonight, those that feel um, compelled and moved and can see yourself hosting a connect group or co-hosting a connect group, I just want you to lift your hand up right where you're sitting nice and high. I'm gonna see your hand right across this room. That's wonderful. One, two, three, there are four, five, six, seven. There are more in this room tonight, eight, nine. Who else is there? 10 who are considering in your heart and see, yeah. Yeah, I can do this, I've got this. I feel like that's attainable in my future. I can see myself hosting a Connect Grid. That's wonderful. That's great. I'm going to ask you just to stand right in your seat. And I actually just want to call um, those ones forward. I just want to pray a blessing and an impartation on that seed that's landed in your heart tonight. And maybe you're still sitting in your seat, but you actually feel like, yeah, I can be a part of this army that's mobilized in time. Maybe it's not tomorrow, but in the future, I can definitely see that. We could just stand right across this auditorium. And those of you that feel the call, feel the compulsion to be one that hosts and invests in and sees people. Why don't you come out of your seat right now? Those that just lifted their hand, that can see yourself leading a connect group, just come and stand on the altar right now and just stand up in your seats, even if you're not coming forward, just stand in your seats right up the back there, right across this room, standing here tonight. And if there's a hesitancy on the inside of you, maybe you can't see what it will look like but you know there's something in you that wants to partner and be a part of it, then maybe your season is not now because there's a season of rest that's around you, but you can see in your future for sure. For sure. I could be a part of the answer. I could be a part of that. Why don't you come out of your seat right now and just come and join these courageous ones here tonight. Good on you, Jazzy. Yeah, girl. Give it up for Jazzy. Love this girl. Every altar she is on it it's so awesome it's so good you know i'm gonna ask the team to sing this song i'm just gonna pray and commission and anoint each of these ones here tonight